All right, welcome to the heavy metal detox discussion where we're just talking about different ways to work the heavy metals out of our body. This is a huge problem, especially nowadays where there's all kinds of fillings put into our teeth. Anybody who's in the military might have had their teeth ripped out and fillings put in. Um, yep, uh, spouses in the military, we know what that's all about. Um, people who've had a lot of vaccinations can have a lot of heavy metals floating in their system or trapped in their brain, um, trapped in organs. Um, you can also get it through different kinds of medications or really just toxic living, which is normal for us and all of us are walking None of us on this call can claim that we have the always lived this perfect healthy life. We are all learning and all coming from a uh, you know point of you know maybe frustration or desperation or a rock bottom where we just said we need something to change. And so that's why we're all here. And some of us have done heavy metal detoxes. Some of us haven't. Some of us have spouses who have done it. Some of us are just curious. We want to know. We're going to try to ask the questions that will be pertinent to you understanding the basics of it. So I'm actually going to, of course, my book closed. So it doesn't like stay open very well. <laughs> but this is the book that we've been talking about a lot on our protocol um, nights. It's Inner Transformations Using Essential Oils. It's a phenomenal book. You can probably get, oh, look, I opened right to it. You can probably get it on Amazon. So I'm going to read you guys a little bit about metals. Um, chapter 10 is Metals and More Modern Hazards. So <clears throat> heavy metal are not the same as the metals in our body that we use for metabolic functions like iron and zinc. Heavy metals are contaminants. They interfere with enzyme, brain, and organ function, and they can be very hard to get rid of. And as we'll discuss, some things make them more difficult to get rid of than others. Some of the heavy metals are cadmium, lead, mercury, and a pervasive but not technically heavy metal is also aluminum. Uh, this aluminum can actually cross the blood-brain barrier, and it's implicated in autism and Alzheimer's, uh, which, you know, kind of getting the spectrum of both young and old in there. And then, of course, another modern pollutant is barium. So if you don't flush these out of your body, they can remain permanently enmeshed in the cells of brain, bones, organs, and soft tissues. They can take over uh, receptor sites that should be filled by other molecules and prevent proper function because the molecules can't get to their train station. They remain there until the tissues themselves eventually replace, which can take, you know, 15 years in some cases or never, you know, some brain tissue is never replaced. And many metals may not show up on toxicity testing because they're not in the bloodstream and an infection may be binding them. So you may say, oh, I did a test and even though my symptoms seem to point towards heavy metal toxicity, there's not so much in my bloodstream. It could just be that they're all lodged in dangerous places. Um, it could be impossible to flush them out unless your body is healthy, in which case chelation is effective and it can take months or years. So the whole spectrum that we've been talking about, all these different protocols, every time it comes down to, we have to get our body to a homeostasis everybody is interested in the one pill the you know give me an oil that will fix my and that's just not how the world works when it comes to our health there's a spectrum we're multifaceted and we really work better when our bodies are working i know that that's hard for people to understand but when our bodies are working we work so much better all right 
Um, sources of contamination um, can include groundwater, industrial pollution, smoking, fluorescent lights, electronics, uh, chemtrails, uh, barium um, pollution can deplete potassium levels. It has effects on the heart and cellular respiration. It can cause digestive dysfunction, high blood pressure, muscle twitching, weakness, paralysis, neurodegenerative diseases like multiple sclerosis may be involved. It can lead to kidney damage or failure, respiratory failure, and death. Um, you guys might have heard of um, barium, which was sprayed over the Middle East uh, to weaken enemies um, and to sicken them. So that really stinks. Uh, mercury contamination in our body can come from dental amalgams, agricultural chemicals, polluted water, industrial processes like coal burning plants is one, fish that come from polluted waters. Mercury has also been acknowledged to be in vaccines and flu shots. And um, the FDA is in some cases removing some of the toxic ingredients like th th thimerosal, is that how it's pronounced, Amanda? Um, but, um, so we know they're acknowledging that it is dangerous, but they haven't really taken it out of all of them. So it's still a huge problem. Um, and mercury is also in fluorescent lights. So if you break one, mercury is actually released into the air. And how many people know that if a fluorescent light is broken, you have to evacuate the room and air the room out for hours. Does anybody tell you that? No. Nobody tells you that. Um, it's on, not on the package of the light bulb. It's on the EPA's website. <laughs> so that's not helpful. Um, aluminum is um, abundant in the earth, and it may not be harmful if it's swallowed in earth or clay. But if you're overexposed to it, we get overexposure in aluminum cookware, foil, frozen dinners, desserts, beverage cans, antiperspirants. People buy aluminum plants suffer the most because they're breathing it in. Um, aluminum is the most common adjuvant in vaccines, even though it is acknowledged also by the FDA as a neurotoxin and in deadly. Um, it's the most dangerous to young children, um, which is ironically the people who are getting the most aluminum <laughs> injected. Um, aluminum toxicity has not been sufficiently studied because it was, has always been assumed according to the FDA that they're not, vaccines are not toxic. So it's hard to get studies on aluminum. Um, aluminum toxicity can cause bone weakness and disease, brain inflammation, neurological problems, muscle weakness and seizures. And of course, um, aluminum is always on the list of suspects for autism and Alzheimer's disease since they find clusters in the brains of people with those. All right. Lead. We all know this one is not a shock to most people since it's been so widely known through paints, but lead is a danger through paint chips, painted window sashes. Like, have you ever seen, um, you know, when you're getting home loan, if was your home built before 1970, you know, there's all these different rules that apply if your home was built before 1970, because that's when they finally were able to, um, in the United States, uh, toxin is considered innocent until proven guilty. And it has to be proven guilty over and over and over again with a certain number of like a high level of um, danger and death uh, before you can actually have it removed from the market. So another good example of that is asbestos. The EPA had to bring that to the justice system again and again before they finally um, were able to say enough people have died and mesothelioma is a real problem. And when they were fogging the police station, Gary was like, oh yeah, we're going to be those people in the commercials in 20 years. <laughs> he's like reading the MSDS sheets because everyone's like, oh, let's go spray this. And he's like, hold on, let's read the MSDS sheets. And they're like, whatever, it has the instructions for how to spray it here. And Gary's like, 
I feel like we should probably read <laughs> about what we're spraying because nobody knows what it is. So if you work in a plant that makes lead containing items or you work with car batteries, those are sources of exposure. Um, some ceramic dishes release lead. I don't, if, does anybody know how to know if your ceramic dishes release lead? Because I actually have no idea. And is it mostly when you bake in them or put hot things in them? I was always told because I have lead-based crystal. I, I grew up with it. Uh, lead-based crystal, if you uh, overheat it, if it's on a hot surface, so I was always told to keep it away from the stove and out of windowsills. So I was told that if it's ever in those exposures or direct sunlight. Because that'll heat it up. All right. And probably scratching and chipping is not good either. Scratching no, I was told not to eat good. in it either. Okay. Um, so we don't breathe leaded gas fumes necessarily anymore, but um, lead is still a part of engine oil. Um, lead poisoning symptoms can include fatigue, constipation, decline in mental function, kidney disease, hypertension, miscarriage. You guys notice that heavy metals really tend to affect the brain. Okay, so this is a big deal. So be aware of your potential exposure. <clears throat> um, There's a, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of, uh, heavy metals, barium, aluminum, cadmium, strontium, and other ones that are sprayed into our atmosphere, kind of like I mentioned in the Middle East, but they're sprayed into the atmosphere. Um, and sometimes the government refers to their dangers. Sometimes they don't, sometimes they deny it. So you just have to kind of be aware and know that you may be exposed to heavy metals. Um, it's definitely like you can see in, um, news reports, they definitely refer to, you know, the, what they call geo geoengineering, the weather or something like that. They refer to that in like news blurbs and stuff like that. So you, you do know that something's going on, but it's not like widely discussed probably because um, of, you know, like Nuremberg and stuff like that. But um, any heavy metal or a non-biological molecule will damage our health, whether we can identify the specific symptoms or not. You guys know when you take a pill, say a pill that binds to your serotonin receptors. The reason why it says on the package that you might have nausea, you might have muscle twitching, you might have headache, you might have weight gain, you might have weight loss, you know, all these different things. Your hair might fall out, your hair might grow in, you know, and they don't know which ones is because when you take a serotonin receptor binding molecule, it binds to every serotonin receptor in your body. They can't, what would be amazing in medicine is if they could target the serotonin receptors in the brain or the serotonin receptors in your heart, you know, where the medicine is needed, but they can't. So it binds to every receptor in your body, which means depending on who you are, there could be any number of a different um, symptoms. So you might have different symptoms depends on how and where the heavy metals are binding in your body, if that makes sense. So um, don't let anyone gaslight you. <laughs> with their lead gas. <laughs> don't let anyone gaslight you if you are having bizarre symptoms that you can't explain and you feel like it's associated with your heavy metal toxicity okay so um another modern threat is glyphosate and this is we're not going to go deep into this because it's not it's just kind of on other chemicals, but I just want you guys to know that it is something that could start washing out when you do chelating. So glyphosate is um 
uh, kills all beneficial bacteria in our gut and it um, leads to leaky gut candida overgrowth and productions of toxins of a bad bacteria and of course would make it harder for you to chillate from heavy metals because you'll be you know leaking through your gut and inflamed and all the other things so glyphosate is on pretty much it's even in our groundwater. It comes down in the rain. So even organic produce that I grow outside, we still wash it with a thieves veggie soap. Okay, so chelators and detoxifiers. Um, there's a number of substances that are effective against one or more heavy metals. Um, magnesium can protect, if it's plentiful, it can protect against aluminum or other metals in brain cells. Um, it can help prevent the absorption of aluminum in your small intestine. Um, curcumin like in uh, turmeric, it helps prevent clear the amyloid plaques, which are associated with Alzheimer's. So you guys know everybody's saying turmeric for your memory. You know, now you can understand why. Um, cilantro, chlorella, alpha lipoic acid, also known as ALA, um, these can chelate mercury and lead. Malic acid, which is in raw apple cider vinegar, which we already know from our other protocol videos that we should be taking or even our topical surface cleanses, but that's good for aluminum, lead, and strontium, while selenium is effective against mercury. Um, methionine, vitamin C, garlic, MSM, sulfurzyme, and calcium, sodium, EDTA are additional metal chelators. So garlic and MSM are also sources of sulfur, and those are he which heavy metals prevent your brain from getting sulfur, which you need. <laughs> All right. So this is her, her powerful no holds barred metal cleanse. This picks up the heavy metals, cleanses the liver, clears lymph, cleanses the kidney, supports the spleen and adrenal glands. You have to have already done the colon and kidney cleanses. So the colon cleanse we already went over. Um, the kidney cleanse, depending on what time you are watching this video, the kidney cleanse was scheduled to go before this, but we moved the dates around due to crazy things in the world today. But um, we haven't done the kidney cleanse, but you have to do the kidney and the colon cleanse before this. And you guys already know that if you watch the colon cleanse video, that you always start with the colon every time because the colon um, helps to get things through the liver. And if you haven't cleansed that yet, then you are going to back up a possibly already overtaxed system. Okay, so um, preferably you've also done her master cleanse, which again, we had to change the dates on that, so we haven't done the master cleanse yet, just to make sure that the metals and toxins have a clear path to exit. All right, this is a potent detoxifier. If you feel like you're going too heavily, she urges you to use the Juva Cleanse and Detox Lime that she mentions more frequently throughout the day. This is a three-day repeating cycle, okay? So day one, mobilizing the metals. The first thing in the morning, you're going to drink water, follow with a tall glass of her lemonade drink, which um, is two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice. Do not use concentrate. It won't work. <laughs> Two tablespoons of grade B maple syrup. Do not use corn syrup, maple syrup. Aunt Jemima's is not real. <laughs> 10 ounces of purified water. Do not use glyphosate and fluoride saturated water from the tap. <laughs> it will make it worse. <laughs> and one eighth teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Use cayenne pepper, okay? <laughs> no subs. You will take these subs supplements two Juvitone tablets, one Comfortone tablet, capsule, two Detoxzyme, 
two essential enzyme four. 2-L-methionine, 500 milligrams. I think you can get that on Amazon. One super B. And then you'll do 20 drops of Juva Cleanse in a capsule. Um, she says, if you don't want to do capsules, I prefer not to do the capsules, actually. I've actually pretty much stopped using capsules unless it's like 10 drops of oregano. But um, she says, if you don't want to do capsules, do your inner cheek and do three to four drops, like spread out five or six times throughout the day. So you're just kind of spacing it out. I will tell you that is the more effective method, doing it in your inner cheek versus the capsule. Just what I've learned from Gary Young. <laughs> so that's first thing in the morning when you get up. Then at nine, which I'm like nine, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Sorry. But then at nine, <laughs> that's when the kids are having their tortilla chips. <laughs> if you're on Instagram, you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So at nine, you're going to do the spleen balance, which is in her um, ultimate balance book. Let me see. I think it's in here. Hold on. If it's not, I can see if I can throw it up in the notes. I thought it was in here. Give me two seconds. Mm, she only meant, I'm looking at the glossary. She only mentioned spleen like 300 times. It might be page 243. Spleen balance. No, I am not seeing it. Okay, Sabrina, this is something we're going to have to pull up and put in the notes. The spleen balance found in the ultimate balance book. Um, I believe that is just an oil, a topical oil protocol. Um, she said, use one of the oils listed in the ultimate balance for spleen. So these include surrender, release, gratitude, hope, or thieves, there's five different ones. So you'll do the spleen balance. We're, we're gonna find out, put that in the show notes. <laughs> All right, and then you're also gonna drink eight ounces of fresh pineapple or grapefruit juice to clear your spleen and lymph glands. You can add two drops, please do add two drops of grapefruit oil to the juice. Grapefruit oil is not the same as grapefruit juice. Um, the grapefruit oil comes from the rind not the actual fruit. So it does have different, it's going to do more, for, a different thing for you than just the juice. Um, if you have a blender or a Vitamix, I would say blend the fruit and then strain it through like a nut milk bag. Um, if I, I, we actually just got rid of our juicer today because we have a Vitamix and we literally never use the juicer because the Vitamix works so much better. Um, and then just the nut milk bag. Okay, then at 1045, you're going to repeat the mystery spleen balance in ultimate balance. <laughs> then here's your lunch. Okay, your lunch is going to be drink a power meal or which balance complete or peer protein complete. 
in a fatty liquid, coconut milk, kefir, yogurt. <clears throat> Add four drops of Frank, four drops of Copaiba, four drops of helichrysum. So the fattiness in the liquid you use is what's actually going to help you the oils go from your stomach without getting kind of wrecked by the stomach acid and get into your small intestine that's where you want them to get so that's where using a fatty liquid not like not almond milk <laughs> not oat milk <laughs> all right then you're going to eat a salad whatever your kind of usual salad is with a tablespoon of juva power mixed in if you don't have juva power yet y'all it is my number one kitchen spice Juva Power is the bomb.com. It's a phytonutrient blend, technically for your liver cleanse, but I put it on eggs. I put it in like warm green bean and potato salad. I put it in, oh, you will never have a better crock pot chicken in your life than if you add Juva Power or crock pot potatoes. Every time I use it, people are like, that's so good. And I'm like, liver, <laughs> you just did a liver cleanse. All right, then I'm going to take two of your essentials. I'm four. And you're going to drink one tablespoon of ICP in juice and two ounces of Ningxia Red. So she also suggests take the Ningxia Red throughout the day if you need to keep your blood sugar level. All right. Then you can have um, a cilantro pesto. So she says eat it plain or mix it in your salad or use it as a veggie dip. You know, carrot sticks, celery sticks, whatever. Um, for her cilantro pesto, I'll spit the recipe out really fast, but I can also type the recipe in the show notes. It's a bunch of cilantro, obviously washed with your thieves veggie wash, um, and dried. Um, three cloves of garlic, a half a cup of olive oil, a half a teaspoon of salt, a half a teaspoon of pepper, a quarter cup of pine nuts or walnut or cashew, kind of depends on what you're, like obviously Theo can't have cashew, but can you do pine nuts, Amanda? We haven't tried pine nuts. I think his, his test results said pine nuts were an probably. allergy, but we never tested yeah. them. Like, probably borderline for him. Can you do walnuts? No, he can't do walnuts. Yeah. yeah. Um, what would you use instead of that? For, oh, for, for the nuts? pesto. For yeah. pesto? Um, you can use almonds. Yeah, I think you made that really yummy pesto with almonds. But, um, I mean, we buy a pesto that's just, like, the cheese and the basil. It doesn't have any nuts in it, so. That's amazing. Okay. That's good to know, because, um, so her son Theo can't have, obviously, different nuts, so that's a good sub. Um, two drops of helichrysum. Um, I'll say vitality. <laughs> Sorry for anything, any oil I've said internal, just tack vitality onto the end. <laughs> and three drops of coriander, vitality. <laughs> and now you could also add a cilantro vitality, which they didn't have at the time she wrote this recipe. And then just blend them until they're smooth. All right, at one o'clock, you're gonna do, ah, just drop my Exodus two. Um, at one o'clock, you're going to do the small intestine energy balance in the ultimate balance book. We really need to find this book, Sabrina. 
<laughs> um, using one or more of the oils listed in, in the book, which are hope, diegize, purification, harmony, or peppermint. Five options again. Probably I'm going to guess would be applying topically on the site and Vitaflex points. That's just my guess. All right, at two o'clock, bam, you get her Vital Life juice, <laughs> which is as follows. <laughs> Three ounces of beet, one ounce of celery, and I will type the food recipes because I know they're long. I don't want you guys to have to write it down. One ounce of carrot, a third ounce black Spanish radish or Diagon radish um, or white radish, an eighth of an ounce of ginger root, a third of an ounce of red potato, four ounces of cilantro, a bud of garlic, and two drops of coriander. Blend it all. She says, please do weigh the vegetables. If you have too much, you can get very toxic. That's why she gives you ounces, not like one beat. She gives you actual ounces. So then you're going to alternate the lemon you made in the morning, the lemonade with the vital juice every hour as needed for the detox or for your hunger. And you'll also eat the pesto as you need for hunger. Okay. At 2.45, so 45 minutes after that, she wants you to do the small intestine balance again, which is a protocol with the oils, which we are getting for you, and have some kefir or yogurt with a drop or two of Vitality Oils, Melrose, Frankincense, Copaiba, or Helichrysum mixed in. All right, you guys are almost done. <laughs> You're almost to the end of this. Um, at 5 o'clock, you're going to do the kidney balance from Ultimate Balance with Juniper and Valor. Use KNB as needed if you can get your hands on it. <laughs> I know KNB has been out of stock for like ever. But use KNB as needed. That is an amazing KNB stands for kidney and bladder. So we obviously want this during this process. Eat a small dinner. Fish is her preferred option. Um, have more cilantro pesto and a salad with power meal. Power meal is not balanced complete. Power meal is something they don't have anymore. I have to see what the closest copy is or if they just changed the name, but do not have any wheat or gluten products. She wants to avoid them. Okay. She doesn't tell you what to eat for dinner, but she doesn't want you to, um, she doesn't want you to have wheat or gluten. Let me see if this is the, nope. Okay. All right. Last bit, 6.45 PM. You're going to repeat the kidney balance mystery oil protocol, which we will get for you. You didn't miss it. I didn't say it. <laughs> You're going to continue to alternate the Vital Life juice recipe and the lemonade juice as needed for your hunger or detoxing. At 9 p.m. and again at 10.45 p.m., if you're still awake, you should be in bed. Um, but do the adrenal balance and ultimate balance using one of the oils listed, which are nutmeg, endoflex, hope, surrender, and clove. All right. So that is day one. And then there's just a couple sentences for the other days. So day two, so day one is mobilizing the heavy metals. You guys remember that? You're mobilizing the heavy metals day two. Day two is your detox day. Eat fermented vegetables to bind metals and carry them out via the colon, which you, colon, which you already cleansed, right? You already did that before. Um, fermented vegetables, uh, kimchi, uh, sauerkraut, those are my favorite. They're so easy. So cheap, you can make fermented pickles, ferment all the things fermented. Um, I really prefer homemade ones, but um, it is there are some really good brands you can buy, but it's so cheap to make it at home. 
so cheap to make at home. All right, eat fermented vegetables to bind the metals and carry them out via the colon. Use one detox sign between meals. Jumpstart Juva cleanse as needed throughout the day. And what her goal is, these will pull the metals you have mobilized out of your body. Eat normal meals. So you're just kind of doing normal food, but no wheat, no gluten. Take mineral essence as directed on the bottle. So you want, you want the minerals coming in. Um, day three is a rest day. Okay. So on day three, you will eat normally, no wheat, no gluten. If needed, take the same detox supplements and oils as day two. Um, if you were in the military, it's needed. <laughs> okay. If you have a lot of shots in history, it's probably needed. If you worked in a factory, you know, if you know you have these intense exposures, it's definitely needed. All of us have heavy metal exposure. Some of us know I worked in a lead paint factory. I used to lick lead paint window cells. Like we know that we have it, right? Some of us know. So day three, that's your normal day. Then on day four, you repeat day one. So you mobilize your metals again and you start over. And this is something you could repeat multiple times. That's a very powerful liver and metal cleanse. Um, I'll of course refer you guys to the Speak Up Buttercup book, a phenomenal book. Um, you can get this on um, Amazon or if you look up the author's name, I won't even try to get you to figure out how to spell it. Jody Messchuk. You can look her up. I had to hear her say it to know how to pronounce that. But um, her book is all about how she did a lot of cleansing for her son to reverse his, um, bring him back from an autism diagnosis. So um, Amanda, you are the most familiar. Could you give us like a little bit of an overview on MTHFR and how that can affect our heavy metal? Um, content. Oh <laughs> so, um, yeah, so an MTHFR is a genetic mutation and um, it basically uh, produces the enzyme needed to break down B9. And if you have a mutation on your MTHFR gene, then you have methylation problems. And so you cannot detox properly. Um, things like folic acid are basically toxic to your body and, um, you need a lot of help with methylation. So that's a do, do many people have MTHFR gene mutations? I think the numbers, sorry, my family, um, the numbers are about 40 to 50% of the population have at least one mutation. You can have, uh, there are four variants, so you can have either one mutation, you can have two, um, which is homozygous for, like my husband is homozygous for the uh, C677T mutation. And then you can have a compound, which is like one of the C and one of the A, or there's, I don't know a lot about the A side, but we're a, we're a C. We're a C family. Um, <laughs> is it genetic? Like, can you pass it on? Absolutely. <laughs> so my well, kids have been gene tested, but because my husband has two, all of my kids have at least one because that's just the way genes work. You pass on one or the other. And so if you have one, there's a chance that you could 
pass one on to your children and there's a chance that you could not pass one on. So you can be in the same family and have one kid with one mutation sorry, and one kid without. So um, it is important to be tested and know, especially if you have, you know, if you both have a mutation, say I have one and he has two, we could have kids that actually have compound, which is the worst on the level of severity. So when you say worst level of severity, for the average person walking around America, how is an MTHFR gene? Like, why do we care? Why do we care? What's something oh, that make you One thing that I read about the MTHFR was that, oh my goodness, Theo's having a tantrum. Certainly, so. <laughs> everybody on here will tell you that the only, Jerry has today off. That's why nobody's coming in screaming and fighting, throwing tortilla chips or taking their clothes off. So, you know. Um, so one study I saw was that if they uh, helped detox from mercury, for instance, um, people without an MTHFR mutation through proper detox channels were able to detox 100%. People with one mutation with help detoxing were able to detox about 50%. Someone who's homozygous, like my husband with two mutations, they were only able to detox 10% and retained 90% of the mercury. So if you think about our toxic overload of metals and all of these things in our environment and our food and vaccines and medicines, um, even, you know, we used to have a clawfoot tub that was fully leaded, so we didn't take baths in it. But if you, you know, my parents have one too, and if you take baths not, you're getting lead. I mean, and these are, you know, constantly inundated with those. And if your yeah. ability to detox with through proper channels yeah you're doing this cleanse and you could get as much as maybe only 10 percent out yeah yeah so um to read the question from the chat uh, from ray i have two I'll, i'll ask two questions so you can answer them both fully one how do you know you have an mthfr gene mutation what makes you suspect like with your husband or with the kids what made you suspicious that it was going on and two where do you go to say, check me and (laughs) all, all four, check all of them. Well, um, (laughs) this is a great book, Dr. Lynch, Dirty Jeans. (laughs) Um, we, we suspected because my kids all had tongue tie, um, when they were born and my husband also had tongue tie. And that is one of the big red flags that you have, um, and teach conversation. Same. And um, you can just get a, a swab test from, we got it done at our naturopath, but you can also do through like Max, uh, Max Gen Labs or even Dr. Lynch just launched yeah. um, testing right. through Seeking Health. just launched his testing here in Bellingham for those of you who are. So it's really easy. It's like a saliva test and you send it in and they test you. Now, you said most places really only test for the two most common. So you yes. might actually have the more dangerous ones and be fully unaware. Yeah. Are, I know it's changed by the day, but are they considered for an exemption? Shh. Sorry, repeat that. Get them on camera. Don't become good on the camera. 
Do you want to be on camera? You want to come talk? That's the one. That's the one, Ray. Um, you come say hi to Miss Andrea. No, <laughs> no he's crabby. Okay. Um, so, I was asking, uh, does anyone remember who question I was asking? Because I think you answered the one about most places just test for Yes, most just test for the two most common. So even um, Stephen just tested for that, and he he came back with he, you know homozygous for the two most common. So um, that worked for him. I was tested before, but it was only the other two. So I need to be retested to make sure that I don't have any of the other variants. But Dr. Lynch talks about even if you don't have the mutations you can have dirty genes just based on your toxic overload that can mimic yeah. like you had. I don't think any of us have dodged that bullet. I can't even yeah. imagine. Even Inuits living in the farthest reaches who have never seen, you know, vehicles and stuff like that, their breast milk is turning up these high levels of heavy metals because like the whales that they're hunting for are swimming through our toxic waters and carrying the metals in their fat up there. Um, Ray, as far as getting the book on Audible or in, in like hard copy, that's a, such a good question. If the only way you're ever going to consume the book is by listening to it, get the audio. But also there's um, recipes and things in the book. So if you feel like that stuff you're going to want in front of you, um, that might be good too. So it's kind of up to you, you know, if you're never going to actually read the book, just listen to the audible. And if you get so smitten that you have to buy it for the recipes, then you have both and you win either way. Um, Amanda, what is, so, so Steven started doing heavy metal cleanse and there are some risks involved for him, right? Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't do this protocol. We, you know, he'd actually, um, he did parafree. He did the parafree mm -hmm. protocol, um, at first because he thought he might have had yeah. some sort of parasite. Um, cause he was having things are very similar. issues. Yes. And they tend to bind in heavy metals yeah. um, themselves. So he did, that, he did that. And then, um, that wasn't really the culprit. Uh -huh. um, digestive enzymes and doing, we did TRS, uh, which is a heavy metal uh, detoxification as well. And so he, I think in conjunction with the enzymes, especially started feeling better. But yeah. He I remember him saying the enzymes he noticed mm -hmm. pretty much from the very beginning. Yeah. The enzymes I think were the biggest help for him immediately with his GI issues and upping his probiotics, taking the Life 9, and um, those, those helped tremendously with those issues. The brain fog and that sort of thing we're still dealing with, but um, the GI stuff was cleared up pretty quickly. It's staggering to think about when you mentioned brain fog, it's a really good example of the amount of um, potential that Americans are losing by being fatigued and exhausted. And you look at someone like, you know, we'll say use Gary Young as an example, just because we all know who that is. And, you know, all energetic and never wanting to quit and slow down and stuff like that. And you think, boy, if, you know, how, how many of us have looked at a four-year-old and said, if I had that energy, you know, 
So it's amazing to think what has um, been done to us with the, all the toxicities and things like that. Um, Amanda, what foods do you guys avoid due to knowing about the MTHFR? Um, <laughs> I know you guys avoid a number of foods, but um, which ones are specific for the MTHFR? For MTHFR, you want to avoid things with folic acid, particularly, um, which is a, a lot of wheat and gluten products. Every, um, not every, every almost every packaged. Yeah. Anything with wheat. Pretty much anything. Um, a lot of organic things tend to not have the enrichment in them, but uh, Stephen feels best when he just stays away from gluten, pretty much. He makes exceptions for things that are homemade and don't have folic acid. He's right here. I'm trying to get him to come on. Hi, Steven! <laughs> We're talking about you this morning because we found those shoes and they're a size 10. And, and Gary's like, maybe Steven would use them. I was like, he's pretty tall. I don't think... Gary's like, yeah, he's, he's bigger than a size 10. So yeah, <laughs> apparently you're a size 11. <laughs> nice shoes. Okay. We're just... Um, you know, going over your medical history on oh, oh, <laughs> Break, okay. breaking HIPAA. Yeah, HIPAA out the window for this. Okay. So, diet and folic acid. So yeah. folic acid, for those who don't know, is the synthetic form of uh, B6. And getting your B vitamins is really important if you have MTHFR. And so you want, you want um, methylfolate, which is the real deal that you'll get from like real food, and you want methylcobalamin, which is B12, the real, yeah. real B12. Um, and so just avoiding folic acid, I think, is the main thing. Is folic acid just added to enriched wheat products, or what else are things you've noticed it in? Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's in cereals and um, bread, oh, like wheat bread. Oh, my gosh, just any bread, pretty much. It's um, in the 80s. They, they made it like a mandate there yeah. was a government mandate a few decades ago because and, of how methylfolate is good for you and so let's put the fake version in <laughs> well they re the the government realized that the way our food system works strips a lot of the nutrients out of food and so oh. it was i think they were you know trying to do something to say hey you know you got to put some nutrients back in these food products but unfortunately being synthetic um it's not a one-size-fits-all Oh, yeah, I guess a lack of a lack of folate can cause like neural tube defects and things like that. So they were wow. they were trying to overcompensate by pumping folic acid in, which didn't help. Well, so. it's because it like almost everything you see in the pyramid scheme of the food pyramid. That's the OG pyramid scheme. If you want to know, <laughs> almost everything you see is these mandates are associated with something they destroyed or damaged and then realized was starting to hurt people and had to go back and fix. And the chemical fixes, surprisingly, are not as good as the way the plant started. Right. <laughs> um, I had another question. Oh, um, folic acid is also in a lot of kids' vitamins too, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. So using whole food-based Vitamins are really important. All the Young Living ones use the proper uh, folate and don't use folic acid. So, I want to say that when I was pregnant and they prescribed me these like 
prenatal vitamins that were like these humongous things. And I was like, mm, I can't take those. So I was like, I'm going to take my own vitamins. And they're like, well, let me see the bottle. And they're like, there's not enough folic acid. So they would prescribe me a separate prescription for folic acid. So they pushed folic acid really hard on that. And I think about even say if you yourself didn't have it, your baby inside is getting that. If that baby has the mutation, I'm so curious yeah. as to what that yeah. does. Yeah, they push the folic acid so bad. And when I learned the difference between that, I was just like, oh my God. I thought about how many of those I had taken. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, because I got, with my daughter's pediatric appointments, I, they asked me if I took prenatals. We were practically homeless, so we didn't have prenatals when I was pregnant. None. So when I went to her pediatrics, they used to put folic acid drops in her formula before I would leave. They would put uh, full drops into, they said, open your box, and they would just drop it into her, uh, her, her powdered formula, and Yikes. they would send me home. They said that you endangered your and baby nobody, by not taking any prenatals. So I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody's telling you about the risks of the folic acid in that scenario. You're just... No, because it, it's essentially blocking yeah, any yeah. additional ability you have of, fol of, of methylation. So it not only you can't absorb it, it stops you from absorbing what you can. Right. So, right, it it, it, it blocks, yeah, look what she said, it definitely blocks or hinders <laughs> your body. <laughs> so um, it's it's not just like a waste, but it's it's a detriment. Um, speaking of methylation, one thing I want to add too, if you are interested in methylating properly, okay. I have no idea what she said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you take your ningxia add lime and citrus fresh oils so one stimulates the production of the enzyme that you want the other stimulates the methylation of the enzyme so add them both those are super cheap oils too so it's not like i'm telling you to take a really expensive one like those are really good cheap ones you know and um, those would definitely be ones I'd work. We work. Gary put them in the dinner he made today, like the meat, like the meat and pasta and he mixed them in, you know? Yeah. So, um, this all, we know Gary definitely has MTHFR. We're pretty sure that I have it. Um, Gary's dad has it. We know that our kids have it. They all have the stork bite, the blue vein between the eyes, the tongue tie, the lip tie, like every symptom you can think of sensitivity to gluten, all of it. Um, they have it all. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Amanda, do you, do you mind, of course I'm asking you this, you know, on camera, but do you mind telling a little bit about the journey with the kids is how the triggers that clued you in that something was going on just so other moms can be aware, um, of what to look for? Yeah. I mean, I think for, for us, the biggest thing that, um, was the tongue tie, our midwife had pointed it out when Lila was born because we knew what happened with Lyndon. He went four months, um, he was what we call a silent starver because he had a great latch, but he couldn't um, actually get any milk out. And so he was- you can't do this with yes. tongue. And so that's called like, like the bolus of food is supposed to get back. Yeah. 
throat. And it, with a tongue tie, they like, they can't do that. So, yeah. so his, his suck was really inefficient and um, he nursed basically 24 hours a day. I would nurse, pump feed, nurse, pump feed. Um, we, got, we found somebody who actually diagnosed, he had a hard to diagnose posterior tie. And um, once we had that clipped, he tanked up really quickly. Um, and then we knew to look for that because it's a genetic thing. And when Stephen, uh, when that happened with Lyndon, Stephen remembered that he had also had a tongue tie as a kid. They they cut it when he was about five, though, so he remembers that that happening. Wow. It didn't his nursing or anything. But um, how he needs that uh, trauma life on five <laughs> points for your tongue. <laughs> yeah. So our midwife, um, when Lila was born, uh, noticed she had one, clipped her, and then. She said, you know, I saw something recently about this being connected to a new genetic mutation thing that we're learning about. So this was, you know, six years ago when I think this really started to get more popular and more well-known. Yeah. And um, I had looked into it and there were some things that was like, yeah, that I wonder if that could be. Um, Lyndon had vaccine reactions. Um, Lila did too. There was... Um, and I had three. And then <laughs> Theo developed a nut allergy. Um, just different things that I uh, made me think that they were um, likely had an MTHFR. I was begging Stephen to get tested for a couple of years, and he finally, finally did. And <laughs> that was so <laughs> affirming. That was so yeah, affirming. very affirming because it felt like the missing puzzle piece that we needed. And um, it really affirmed like what we were already doing, trying to eliminate toxins and um, yeah. Okay. (laughs) But, but yeah, um, there is a lot of, I mean, Dr. Lynch is probably like the biggest wealth of knowledge in this. And he has a list of about six or 700 ailments diagnosis that people are uh, you know are connected to mthfr which include things like uh, adhd depression anxiety asthma things like that steven was diagnosed with asthma as a kid um Um, autism also associated with mthfr Mm -hmm. and having mthfr doesn't mean you would have autism but you have autism you almost definitely will have mthfr yeah i think there's a study that said like 80 or 90 percent of kids on the spectrum actually have a mutation um i logical because we know from what just raw data we know that heavy metals cause inflammation in the brain and we know that autism at its core is understood to be different degrees of inflammation in the brain. So it makes sense that it would be associated with having And the, um, the asthma connection was really interesting when we realized how um, MTHFR impacts your glutathione levels. And glutathione is used to help with asthma. And so that was kind of a connector for us. We're like, yeah. you don't actually have asthma. You just have, you're deficient in glutathione because yeah. of your MTHFR. And, you know, so there's a lot of things like that, that, that you might have a diagnosis of something and it might just actually be a symptom of your mutation and your deficiency. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that was really freeing for us yeah. to learn. And, um, you know, he has a lot of things in his family that run in his family and yeah. um, genetics is 
a wonderful thing. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to be a slave I mean, to your feelings. It's a so. good example where you just said that about asthma specifically, where somebody might say, what oil do you use for? And of course we would never say, this is the oil for asthma. What we just say is, let's just work on getting your body systems working properly and see where we can go from there. And um, one person might say in their testimony, you know, I was breathing this oil and it helped me. But then another person might say, I started taking lime and citrus fresh in my Ningxia and my asthma symptoms um, have changed. And knowing, we might say now we could know that it's because it affects the methylation and the glutathione production and things in their liver. But um, you might think lime and citrus fresh, those aren't breathing oils, you know, but just getting our body systems, um, healthy body systems, happy is, all, is always a good thing. There's nothing bad about having a good functioning body. Um, Stephen was, well. <laughs> was craving citrus. Like yeah, and he also had the citrus fresh oils and lime came up on his iTobi scan that my mom did yeah. before he had the testing too. And of course we had no idea why those came up. Yeah. Um, my mom said, meanwhile, for KMB, you can look up the oils in it and blend your own next best thing since it's still out of stock. Um, Colleen said, I'm homozygous for A1298C. I got my raw data and put my info in genetic genie. And they gave me a chart of my variants. Um, what is genetic genie? And can you tell us real quick, your chart of your variants, what um, that means? Uh, it was just a website that I found when I was researching. There wasn't much. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been familiar with this for a long time. So, um, yeah. With your um, um, allergy to thimerosal and stuff, too. Yeah, it's been quite a journey. Um, but like, I don't know if you can see this. So that's kind of what the chart looks like. So it'll tell you, like, if you have your raw data, I had gotten my genes tested with like uh, 23 and me. Um, and you can get your raw data from that and, and put it in a separate website and they can tell you um, what it is. And so that was how I got that. Um, and so that's how I found that. And I brought that to my doctor and she's like, oh, uh, I don't know much about that. I'm going to do some research and let you know what kind of supplements would help. You know what she did? She went right to Google. Um, and if you want to look up Dr. Ben Lynch's um, info on it or his pro, you can go to his website, um, Seeking Health. Seeking Health. I think it's just seekinghealth.com. And one of our... Um, lovely ladies works there and has so much positive she has said so many positive things about the experience there and just working with him um what else do people say colleen said um folic acid is the most nutritional yeast so watch for that i think bragg's is a safe brand um as i recall that's the one that we bought bragg's is not is bragg folic acid clean I don't think Bragg's is clean. I think Bragg's has, uh, is, is enriched. All right. Yeah. I think they might have a non-enriched, but it's really hard to find. Yeah. Well, we're out. Anthony's has a non-formulated. Non we're out completely, so I can't even check the bottle. Um, which one did you say? Anthony? Anthony's has a non-fortified one. Okay. Yeah. And just a note, you guys, with um, Dr. Bronner's, with Bragg's, every brand, and I, do this with Young Living too. Don't just take a company's word for it. Do your research on each of their products. You know, 
Don't take my word for it. You can do your research. Um, it's exhausting, but you can do it. Um, Drew said, what is the title of the balance book you were referencing to? Dirty Jeans was a free audiobook last month or this month with Audible. Um, the title of the balance book, well, I was using Inner Transformations using essential oils, and she keeps referring to the ultimate balance book, which we don't know what that book is. It's a little bit of a mystery to us. So um, we have an Enneagram 6 on the call today. So we're going to try, if, if anybody can find it in this world, it's going to be her. If it is not to be found, she'll also tell us that. Um, but I'm just, no pressure, Sabrina, no pressure. But um, we'll look and see if we can find it. And if we can, then we will add the protocols into the show notes <laughs> on Vimeo. Um, and Bright, uh, Bright Spirit, uh, Ray said, has anyone had the test? I know we love Sabrina. And um, Drew said, we love Sabrina. Gosh, we love Sabrina. We do. Um, Ray said, has anyone had the test with TRICARE? Um, do you know, Amanda, if um, you can go to an average, your average doctor can do the swab? Um, it depends on your doctor. My friend had to go to her doctor, but her clinic wouldn't approve it. Okay. So it definitely depends on your doctor. And, and you your specifically like Colleen said, you can take your raw data from, I mean, I, you can take 23andMe or Ancestry.com or, you know, the Ancestry one, any of those ones, and you can take your raw data. Otherwise, um, I know MaxGen Labs is a third-party lab, and they will take, like, if you have an FSA card, you can pay for it over the phone with that. Um, I don't know... Dr. Lynch's, like if he does insurance or anything on his, but um, our naturopath covered it. So you can check with TRICARE. I don't know. I'm not familiar. Okay. Yeah. Um, Ray said the military asked us to stop using 23andMe and all the DNA stuff. I'm super paranoid. So I don't do any, I don't turn my, <laughs> I'm just a paranoid person. So that's why I haven't done the test um, because it can be expensive if you just have to do it with a naturopath. And that's why I don't want to do the, uh, drive-through swabs either because it's just um it is actually just a dna collection and you don't and you don't even get the free report <laughs> well even if you don't in the dirty jeans book there is kind of a, a, an oh, assessment, a gene assessment and he goes over like the most common uh seven genes that you would have mutations for and there's an assessment on there that you can kind of self-diagnose if you fit any of those things. It wouldn't be quite the same, but. Yeah. I mean, if you like with Gary and myself and like you knew with Steven, you texted me, you were like, this, you know, of course you're not like, yay, but you're like confirmed that we knew this, you know, my gut was right on point, which is something that can happen when you haven't you know, destroyed your gut, but we're actually letting it be healthy. Um, I'm looking to see if there's, if it says what page it is, laundry list one, which of your jeans need cleaning. Um, but if you have every single one of the symptoms listed, you know, probably. So he has um, laundry list one on page 67 is where the chapter starts. But um, this is why it would be probably helpful, right, to have the book in front of you because you'll actually like check the boxes. Um, so you, as an example, he says, check the box if this has occurred frequently within the last 60 days or is generally true. I suffer from headaches. I sweat easily and profusely when exercising. I take supplements with folic acid and or eat foods enriched with folic acid. 
who struggle with depression, I have cold hands and feet, right? Those are all cataloged under MTHFR. Then when you get to the end, he has your like, you score yourself in each of the different um, gene <laughs> pools, <laughs> gene sections. Um, wow, I'm up. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It's, it's not rare. It's very common. And so when people say, oh, well, only some people are going to be affected. It's, no, a lot of us are going to be affected. And that's why it's a problem, you know? Um, Sabrina said, ultimate infusing vibrational essential What? It's out of print, but I think that's it. Okay, what I can do is I can... Oh! I think I have that. It's out of stock on there. So... Oh. Amanda wanted me to share that, um, I guess... If you have um, part of your genealogy is Italian, like uh -huh. the last name is Colo, and that's Italian, and I guess oh, yeah. Italians have a, a higher percentage of MTHFR mutations for whatever reason. Whoa, 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 hold on, it broke up. Italians have a hundred percent. No, no, a lot higher percent. Oh, oh, I was like, what? So, a lot higher percent. So they, they found that that if you're Italian, you have a lot more uh, instances of this mutation. Um, but interestingly enough, the American Italians seem to present the, the symptoms more than uh, the Italians over in Italy. And um, the belief is that their diet and lifestyle and environment um, tends to speak louder than their genes. Yeah, that's, that's actually like, like the thesis of Ben Lynch's book. <laughs> um, Okay, let me give you guys the protocols real quick since I didn't even know that I had the book um, until Serena. I guess I, I went through a phase where I bought everything that LSP ever put out. So <laughs> I have all these random books, so I don't know what they are. Um, the spleen balance. Boom. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> Oh, the diagram of a penis. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sabrina, don't die. Okay, the spleen. Where's like the protocol? Let me scan this real quick. Limb, spleen, grapefruit, leadum, organ reflex point. Okay, so you would... Hmm. We're learning on the job right now, you guys. There is a thing. How to use this manual, page seven. Why is Sabrina not here right now? <laughs> she could tell me that. <laughs> um, time of day. See. Oh wow, this is pretty intense. Quite intense, but. Uh, I'll say for the short version, you would apply the oils we listed to meridian and organ reflex points, neurovascular points, and vitaflex points for that specific organ. And this actually tells you the time of day to do it too, which she already gave you in the detoxing directions. 
This is intense, you guys. I'll show you a picture of it. Um, she shows all the different the neuro the neurovascular points, the vitaflex points, the meridian and organ points. This would be the chakra associated with spleen, and this is the time of day. <clears throat> so we already said the oils, but for your spleen, you would apply so. Like I already said, <laughs> topically over the organ and Vitaflex points, looks like I can read this girl's mind. Um, but you've got surrender, release, gratitude, thieves, and transformation for the spleen. If you were writing down notes and you wrote spleen, ultimate balance, just know that those oils, you're going to put them on the Vitaflex points, the time that she says during the detox, and you're going to put them over the organ in question. Um, you repeat the spleen balance. That's really interesting because she has you do it at the times that weird. It's like the girl wrote both books or something. And then the small intestine energy balance. I'll give that to you guys. So did you write down the small intestine energy balance oils? Then here you go. Page 42. You will your oils are digize, joy, hope, harmony, purification, and sensation or peppermint, or fennel. Don't use all of them, just use whichever one you have. You would apply it to the Vitaflex points for your small intestine, which is in your pocket reference or desk reference. Um, the neurovascular point, pretty sure that's in the pocket reference as well. You can also Google it. <laughs> um, and then over the organ. And you can put it on the meridian and organ reflex point. So the meridian point for your small intestine is your right pinky. So your meridian runs like up your arm, whoop, all the way up to your neck. Not really super like familiar with meridians and stuff, but it's on the paper in front of me, so I can tell you that. Okay, that was the small intestine balance, which you're going to repeat again. And then this is the last one is the kidney balance. So if you wrote down the oils for the kidney balance, I will shoot them by one more time. And your time of day, again, is already listed. You already have your time of day in your protocol. That's what I love about the protocols is instead of being like, do it at the right time of day, it's like 2.45, <laughs> you know, it's already done. Um, your kidneys, valor, into the future. She she lists a couple more in here than she had in the book. In the book, she just listed like a short list. But valor, into the future, surrender, release, inner child, forgiveness, hope, humility, juniper, sage, geranium. Whichever ones of those you got. You know, one. Whichever one of those you got. Um, you'll apply it to over the kidneys. So if you don't know where those are, you can just Google it or have someone kidney punch you and then you'll know. <laughs> um, you can put it on the kidney meridian, which starts in the ball of the foot and goes up the inside of your leg, across your stomach to the right of your navel and up to a point right just below your collarbone right here. 
neurovascular points for your kidney, DuckDuckGo or Google, and the VitaFlex points. That's in your pocket reference. I don't know how to explain VitaFlex points to you guys other than that they work really well. I don't know why. Don't understand it. It's over my pay grade. All right. We did not get this done in under 30 minutes, but your book list for today is Speak Up Buttercup by Jody Maschuk. You can get it on Amazon or from her website or just go to her website. She has a ton of gut health information. She, she's literally a well. She also has a like Facebook group that is like a pay like so each month and it's all about the stuff she has classes on this things all the time i mean right. she, like this is, like that's the one that i'm like that's the one i would put the money on because yeah it's, yeah it's, it's very relevant to my life but you know she speaks it about it all the time and in her instagram story she talks about the stuff all of the time she yeah you got me following her on instagram because i don't know why i never even thought about that she was on instagram she's amazing i met her i I pre-ordered her book. She was at Diamond Bound, um, the second Diamond Bound. And she was pre-ordered her book. My mom stood in line so she could talk to her. And she talked to both of us and signed a little papers and stuff like that. She was very, very so sweet. Um, Inner Transformations Using Essential Oils. You can get this on Amazon or discover LSP as in lifesciencepublishing.com. There's two editions. So if you see one with like a lady on the front, that's the older one. Just get this one because it has more info. Dr. Ben Lynch, Dirty Jeans, all about. MTHFR is the one we talked about, but there are more, you guys. We can have other things screwed up. <laughs> and it's totally okay. You can blame your parents for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You actually can't because you can turn on and off. <laughs> dirty jeans for yourself so it, it's really up to us um and then um mm -hmm, thank you sabrina ultimate balance same author as inner transformation leanne dear dear duff dear duff and dear duff she and her husband are chiropractic doctors and they have used gary young's products for a long time so they're very good at working them in they know all this like amazing stuff about organs and cleansing and seasons and times of day and all the things that are just over my head okay we did it thank you so much everybody and if you watch the live and you have questions touch in with your enroller or whoever is supporting you in Young Living. Um, reach up the chain as far as you need to go to find support. Um, if the only person you can find is your diamond, ask them to connect you to your closest silver. And if you um, have questions, do leave us in the comments. We'll, I guess if we see alerts for them, then we will um, try to help. Um, Ray, I am a gold at the time of this recording in the VO, but in my heart, I'm a diamond. <laughs>